Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there today? We love you guys here at the Autumn Miles Show. Welcome to the show today. Uh, one, a couple of announcements. We have something awesome that we're going to get to. I want to I talk about uh, today, sometimes God makes it hard to strengthen you. Uh, some of you guys that are, man, you're facing it. You're, you are feeling it. You are feeling the pressure. You are pressed on every side, just like Paul. Sometimes God makes it hard to strengthen you. And before you turn off the radio and you're like, I don't want to listen to this chick anymore, hang with me because I'm going to show you some scripture that honestly will probably really encourage you. Before we get to that, I want to let you know we are listener supported. Hello. That means you. Hello, listener. How you doing, pumpkins? Um, You know, you can go to the Autumn Miles dot com website and you can click the donate now button um, on the website. We we need your money. I mean, <laughs> could I say that? We ain't, we ain't trying to get rich over here, but we do need to support the show. And um, so many of you guys have reached out to us and just said how much you enjoy the show. Thank you for saying you enjoy it. Um, you know, I just came in today uh, to the studio and um, got a huge compliment. And you know what? That just blesses my heart. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being so sweet. Um, and if it's touched your life in any way uh, and you, you feel compelled uh, you feel compelled to give. Uh, we would love for you to donate to keep this bad boy on the air. And we want to expand, expand, expand. Um, I mean, got a huge vision for our future. Uh, so if you're interested in helping us expand all across the country, you know, donate now uh, at autumnmiles.com. Also, check us out on social media. Autumn Miles is the Facebook page that we primarily use. It's a fan page. We do so much ministry on that page. Isn't it crazy how the Lord has used such a tool as social media um, to really broaden our ministries? People that maybe never (laughs) would ever come into a church, they'll reach out to you via social media. We get messages every single day, every day about people that need prayer and help and um, advice, uh, you know, but on all of our platforms, every single day, we, um, we try to spiritually challenge the way you think. Um, the Lord has spiritually challenged me all day, every day. So um, I want y'all, um, you know, if God tells me something, I want to tell you. Um, and this, 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 that's kind of my outlet to do that on the fly. Uh, it's not just at 3.30. It is on the fly every day when I feel the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Uh, we do that. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into this. Sometimes, sometimes God makes it hard. You know, now we want things to be easy in our life. We want things um, to to come easy, especially in our world today, y'all. We want things to come easy to us. I hope you listened to the show last week that that we put out there, Christ over culture. You know, we want the promise of God fulfilled without the weight. We want followers without following the Lord. <laughs> 
We want the prayer request answered without laboring in prayer. That is, uh, that is, no, no, that's not everybody. Okay. Um, but, but I hear, I'm hearing these things more and more and more. We want to, we want a stage without stewardship. And, you know, um, that's not how God works. That's not how God works. We want things easy. Uh, to come to us. And that is just not um, the way that the Lord works. Sometimes um, he makes it hard and there's reasons for him to make it hard. Uh, But I want to talk about the reason of to strengthen us. Um, I would love it if I could walk into an opportunity and all the doors would fly open. Uh, But sometimes you have to build up credibility. You have to build up integrity. You have to build up a reputation And then the favor of God sort of goes with you after you hustle a little bit um, and the doors fly fly open. But sometimes it's just hard. I want to tell you to stand firm. Those that are right now feel really, really pressed. I want you to stand firm. I want you to understand that what God says will happen, even though it's hard right now. I want you to understand that he is a God that doesn't forget his word to you, that doesn't forget his promises to you, that doesn't forget um, what he wrote in his word about you. And the, the pressure and the trial that you are experiencing right now, if you were to fast forward 10 years in the future, you would be thankful for it because you don't know it. But right now, that pressure is producing in you a strength that you're going to need for something that is coming in the future. He doesn't make it hard just to be mean. He makes it hard sometimes to produce in us what is survival characteristics for our future. But I want you to stand firm. You may need to be stronger. We want things easy um, for us, but they, they are just not. If you're listening right now and, um, you know, we're going to talk, we are talking about sometimes God makes it hard um, to strengthen us. You know, when I was a, a divorce, I was divorced by the age of 22. I was kicked out of my church and I was alone. I had my parents and I had a couple of people who supported me, um, but I had to put my life back together here. I was born into a pastor's home and had a lot of people that, that were my immediate friends just because of the status of my father. Um, But when I sort of chose a sinful lifestyle and, and ultimately got divorced because of it, I lost everything and I had to work to build up to where I am today. It was not easily given to me. It was something that I remember getting uh, divorced in my uh, church, kicking me out. And I remember talking to the Lord. I still talk to the Lord uh, all the time like this. Listen, it's me and you, God. You got to help me. I don't know how to live this Christian life successfully. I don't want to live by the guidelines of religion. I want to live by the guidelines of the Bible 
And little by little, as I would, was developing my relationship with the Lord, he was developing me. Was it hard when everyone forsook me when I was at the tender age of 22? Yes, it was the hardest thing I have ever been through to date. One of the hardest things. But it taught me so many things that if God would have just opened up another platform or he would open something else up so easily to me, I would not have learned the same things. And now sitting here, you know, uh, 16 years later, I can tell you that was one of the most loving things the Lord could have done for me. He made it difficult on me to grow me to grow my character, to grow my faith. I was such a, even though I've been a Christian for so many years, I was such a baby, baby, baby Christian. I was living off of what other people told me and the milk of the word. I, I, I wasn't digging in. I wasn't reading my Bible on a regular basis. And my Bible during that time became my food. It became my number one resource uh, because God was all I had. And that's when I realized that he was all I needed. We think we need the money. We think we need the successful whatever. We think we need. And, you know, those are lies from the pit of hell that 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 taunt us every day, that tempt us every day to put our value in something other than the Savior. When I lost everything, I found everything in the Lord. Was it hard? Yes, it was the best thing that could have happened to me. The hardness that you are having to work through will develop a strength to allow you to face things that are a blessing in the future. If someone would have told me, you know, hey, Autumn, uh, you are going to write books when I was 22 years old and my church has forsaken me, I um, I don't know if I would have laughed or cried, um, but ultimately I know that there would have been absolutely, I, I, w- I just wouldn't have believed them. I would have looked at them like, you're totally insane. Autumn, you're going to write books. It would have been really funny then because my ex-husband had told me for seven years, um, you're stupid. So even the insecurity placed on me, I, I wouldn't have even been able to receive that kind of information. Even in that, I had to work past some of these lies that had, had been told to me by my, by my ex-husband, by man. <clears throat> you know, if you would have told me, hey, you're going to be the CEO of a ministry, um, that would have been... It would just have been absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it would have been like a joke to me um, back then. But it would have been easier for me to go through the hard time. If I would have known that these things were waiting for me, it would have been easier. But that's just kind of not how um, how God works. God gave me, listen, yes, Autumn, you're in a bad place. Everyone's forsaken you. But listen, if you just listen to me one step at a time, I'm going to lead you out of this. I just feel the Holy Spirit telling me right now, someone needs to hear that. That's listening. You don't have to have it all figured out for the next 20 years. All you need is one step at a time. One step stewarded successfully when God has given you 
direction leads to another step in the right direction. One step at a time. I would have loved to know. And actually, I did pray uh, during that time in my life. You know, Lord, just tell me. Just tell me what you have for me. Just tell me. Um, so I can be working towards something. I, I remember begging the Lord, God, you've got to work through this circumstance that I have created. You've got to, um, you've got to bring something good out of this. I, I remember constantly referring to Joseph and saying, you know, remember Joseph's life, although I wasn't anything like Joseph, but I, I just remember the scripture, what Satan used for evil, God used for good. And I, I I needed that so desperately in my life. I needed to know that all the mistakes I had made were going to be championed by a God who would put them to good use for his name and for his uh, kingdom. But God was silent on that for a while. He simply would give me the next step. Hey, Autumn, I, I need you to go to Liberty University. That's where I want you to go. And so I signed up the day I felt like he wanted me to go was accepted, got a, got a couple scholarships. Okay, Autumn, you're at Liberty University. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to get involved in women's ministry. Now, this is going to be a tough one because there's a lot of insecurities that you're carrying here. But I want you to do that. Okay? Okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Sought someone out, got involved in ministry, fell passionately in love with the ministry. Okay, Autumn, I want, I want you to hang out with this group of friends. I want them to rub off on you. They haven't been through some of the stuff you've been through. They have a really great, that's what, okay, God. One step at a time, he led me out and he built me to a place where I could receive eventually what he had for me. And hey, we're not even close to where we're going, me and the Lord. I want to take you to the scripture in Exodus 7 today. Now, what did um, the Lord say to Moses? He, he, He met Moses. We all know the story. Burning bush. Hello. There's Moses. He's tending his his um, his flock. And, uh, you know, he's, he's taking care of the sheep. There's a burning bush. And Moses turns aside to look at the bush. And God says, I want you to go autumn paraphrase here. Get my people out of um, Egypt and I want you to take him out of Egypt. Just take him out. Now, you know, do you ever think of how crazy that <laughs> that request was by God? I mean, now you can kind of see almost um, in the dialogue back and forth why Moses was like, you want me to go get what? You want me to do what? You know, he was a little bit hesitant, but God said he wanted um, Moses to do it. So that's the story. We all know the story. A lot of us know the story. But I want to take you to um, Exodus 7. God said, listen, this is what you're going to do. But what did God do? He made it hard. It wasn't like Moses went um, stomping into Egypt and, and turned around 30 minutes later with the entire nation of Israel. God made it hard. And you have to you have to wonder what Moses was thinking when he went to Pharaoh the first time and Pharaoh said, uh, no, I, I'm not going to let the people go. You have to wonder what the dialogue was between Moses and God walking out of the, the palace saying, God, what? You told me it was going to let the Israelites go. You told me that I was going to be the one um, that was going to lead them out. And here we get a no. So Exodus seven, I, I want to just read this to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, see, I will make you as God to Pharaoh. 
and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command to you, and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh that he let the sons of Israel go out of this land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart that I may multiply signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. He tells him, when Pharaoh does not listen to you, then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my hosts, my people, the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt by great judgments. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. So Moses and Aaron did it as the Lord command. Thus they did. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. I think it's so interesting um, that God said, listen, I'm, I want you to go. You're going to have to go before Pharaoh. Um, he will eventually let him go, but I'm, I'm going to make it hard. As a matter of fact, the term he uses, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. But he also gives a reason that I may multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. I will harden Pharaoh's heart. Let's just talk for a minute about that person that you deal with on a regular basis whose heart is hardened. Let me just talk about that for a second. Your husband, your wife, is your wife crazy? Is your husband crazy? Are your kids crazy? That teacher, that boss, The promise still remained with Moses that eventually Pharaoh, Pharaoh's heart was going to be softened, but God hardened it. Why? That I may multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. God was more interested in Egypt knowing who he was than Moses and Aaron being comfortable. God was more interested in, in uh, the hearts of the Egyptians, God was more interested that his name was protected because they had defamed his name for so long. God was more interested in his character um, and what his character would produce when the Israelites saw the signs and wonders and when the Egyptians saw the sign and wonders than Moses's comfort. And I'm going to tell you the same thing. God is more interested in showing you what he can do under a hardened heart than your comfort. We want it easy. We want things to be given to us. We want the hearts of people to change. But you know what? God is in control of it. And what if you are asking the wrong thing? Lord, maybe it shouldn't be God change his heart, change your heart, change their heart, do this, do that. Why don't you change your prayers to Lord? What miracle? What sign? What, what, what are you trying to show me about your character? What can you produce outside of the control of, of man? I've been so 
focused on being frustrated with the hard situation that I find myself in that I am not focused on what you might want to be teaching me during this time that I will use in the future for your glory. We need a perspective shift. It's not about that husband that doesn't listen to you. It's not about that wife. That, that's not getting her stuff in line like you want her to. It's not about that teacher. It's not about that boss. It's not about that. If their hearts are hardened, God can work through that in his sovereignty and can produce something in you that needs to be produced because he wants you to see that he can work outside of whatever human barrier that you have in your life. I cannot tell you how grateful I am today that the church kicked me out when I was 22 years old, that God hardened the hearts of those men and women. Because what it was hard. It was rejection at the, 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 the pinnacle of it. It played on every self-esteem, self-characteristic, whatever. But you know what I needed to do? I needed to crucify myself, pick up my cross and follow the Lord. I did not need another um, easy way, an easy road. I needed their rejection so I could build my self-worth. I could build my... um, I could just build godly characteristics founded on him and his miracles and his signs and his wonders that he was going to do in my life rather than living off my parents and living off what the church told me. I needed my own relationship with the Lord to be built. I wonder today, it might not be a person. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart that I may multiply signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Might not be a person today. It might be a situation. Something that's hard. Financially, I, uh, man, do I hear this all the time. And, you know, I'm just going to say, if you're having, if you're having many problems, are you tithing? I was just talking to someone the other day, you know, you can't afford not, I can't afford not to tithe. Um, I just feel like I haven't I haven't not tithed for many, many, many years now, but I can't I'm I'm I can't afford not to tithe. I feel like if when you give to um, to the Lord, uh, you enter a supernatural enterprise that you are just not entered into. Um, if you put your money in the stock market, you are. We have seen so many miracles um, financially, but but that is a hard place when you're looking at a mortgage that's, you know, two thousand dollars or whatever. And you've got like. Um, $163 in the bank. That's a hard place. You've got kids' mouths to feed. Um, that's a hard place. But what if God is saying, listen, I want you to trust me with that 10%. I want you to put, um, I want you to put your 10% in the offering plate. I want you to, I want you to trust me. I want you to do what Malachi says. Um, when he when when God says, "Listen, don't rob me, give to me, and see that I will not fill up your barns where where, where you cannot even hold the blessing." I want your faith via your money, so I can open a storehouse of money for you. You know, it doesn't make sense 
mentally from a human standpoint to give when you don't have much. But when you give to the Lord, something supernatural out of this world happens. And I have seen it time and 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 time again. It doesn't make sense. And yet it does to God. Sometimes our circumstances are the things that are hard money. And God wants to multiply his signs and wonders to you. He, he, he made it hard so you can see his character. He made it hard so you can see his power. He's made it hard so you can see his might. He's made it hard because he wants you to see a side of himself that you have never seen before to catapult you into a, a, a greater vision for your future and a greater, greater understanding of what he will do for and through you. He did it for the nation of Israel. You know, they went back and they went back and they went back and they went back. And ultimately, Pharaoh said, go. And that promise that God gave Moses was fulfilled. It wasn't easy, but it happened according to God's way and according to his plan, not according to what Moses would have wanted. I want to just say On a just friend level, if you were like my buddy and you're sitting here and we're just, you know, having whatever here in the studio, submit to his will. You know what, God, it is hard for me right now. Tell him. But I understand that maybe you're wanting to do something. Maybe you want to do a miracle through this that would not happen any other way. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Mile's book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for The Autumn Mile Show on The Word 100.7 FM.